Apple updates galore, and universal control. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. Learn more at ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by New Relic. Monitor, debug, and improve your entire stack. Get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigabytes of data free forever. No credit card required. Sign up at newrelic.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it is Tuesday night. It is 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We are Mac Voices Live on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We'd love to have you join us in the chat room. We have a number of our friends in there already, and it appears like more are showing up all the time. Um, we do this every Tuesday night, so if you miss it and hear this later in the feeds, just look at your calendar because we'll be here Tuesday nights. No question about it. Um, tonight, we have just a couple things we wanted to talk about. Um, the first one being uh, the new updates that Apple released for almost all of their major products. Um, and we're not going to dig too deep into that just because it's been all over the Mac web. There are articles everywhere. So I was curious to find out what our panel's experience has been so far, if they've even installed anything. But before we do that, we're going to get to the introduction of the panel, and then we'll start talking about updates. So taking the screen, uh, as it appears, as I always do, Mr. David Ginsburg is up first. David, welcome. Good to have you. Thanks for having me, Chuck. Great to be here. It's uh, Tuesday night, and we're ready to have some fun. And I think we've got some good topics. And uh, it's been a crazy, crazy week, and it's only Tuesday. Yeah, that's, it feels like a crazy week, and it's only Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. right there with you. Thanks for having me, uh, Mr. Mark Fuccio. Is uh, is quoting Shakespeare uh, for the day? Mark, great to have you. Hi, Chuck. Uh, yeah, this was this is fun. Uh, today is March fifteenth, the Ides of March. Uh, looms large in history. Uh, this was the day Julius Caesar was stabbed to death in the, in the Roman Senate, as memorialized by uh, Billy Shakespeare's uh, page play Julius Caesar. And uh, you know that play has a lot of quotes, and uh, I really uh, am fond of uh, the scene where Mark Antony eulogizes Caesar, and uh, he goes out. Uh, and completely turns the crowd from condemning Caesar to supporting him and turning against the assassins. So it's uh, it's a fascinating piece of uh, you know maybe a hundred words of uh, you know, of of prose. So uh, there's that, and there's a lot of other great quotes that uh, people are familiar with that all hail from uh, from this play. So um, it's great that we get to record on the Ides of March. Do I have anything to worry about, Mark? Should I be watching my back? Well, in the play, you know, the soothsayer warns Caesar in advance, Caesar, beware the Ides of March. And on that day, and he's going in, Caesar sees him, and he says, uh, he sees the soothsayer, and he says, uh, the Ides of March are come. And then the soothsayer replies back to him ominously. He says, yes, but they are not yet gone. <laughs> so this show could uh, could do you in, Chuck. It, it, it felt like the day was going to do me in Mark. So, and it's not over yet. So, I, 
Yeah, you heard it here first, products? folks. Are you dealing products from uh, from uh, yeah, uh, Red uh, <laughs> from Oregon? You know, from uh, <laughs> yeah, not Oregon, Washington, from uh, Redland. <laughs> oh, don't, yeah, don't even, don't even, <laughs> don't even, don't even. Also here, once again, sporting the Ukrainian flag as a background, uh, Mr. Jim Ray. Jim, welcome. Great to have you. Thank you. Uh, looks like Mark's got Ukrainian flags also. That's true. Yeah, we, we were concentrating more on Shakespeare with his, but, but yours is just so so bright and bold that it's really attention-getting. Well, that's good. I you know I thought about changing it, but I thought, no, I, it's still going on, and I think we need to uh, remember that. I, I agree. We've said it a couple of times here on the show, but, um, you know, we... We try to have some fun here on the show, but that that particular subject is really serious and it's very near and dear to our hearts because we have friends, uh, Mac developers, people in the Apple community that we all know personally that are literally under the gun. And so we our thoughts are with them. Absolutely. Um, sometimes you, if you stop and think about it, you just can't imagine what it must be like. You know, it seems it, you see it in the movies and it's always somebody else and it's always somewhere else in both time and space. And this one's very, very real. So um, so with that very grim introduction, Mr. Jeff Gamut is here. Sorry, Jeff, didn't mean to bring it down <laughs> right before I introduce you. Hey, it's so great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, actually, since Mark brought up Caesar, uh, I feel it's only fair to uh, to lament the fact that the Kaiser, who uh, gets his title, from Caesar is the uh, the person behind the fact that I lament this time every year because I have such a horrible time with the time change uh, because the, the Kaiser uh, uh, started using daylight saving time during World War I to save fuel for German troops and uh, and somehow, we have uh, managed to uh, to adopt the whole daylight saving thing and uh, create a situation where every year at this time, I have no idea of what day it is, what time it is, or what show I'm on. But hey, it's great to see you on whatever show we're doing. <laughs> so, I, did not, I did not know that, Jeff. I did not know that the Kaiser was worse. I thought it was the Marquis de Sade who is... Getting his jollies every year after this. Oh, I, I'm I'm sure that uh, uh, Sad finds uh, finds this to be an absolutely delicious time of year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, with... Jeff. Do you say uh, your little thing on every show, or is that just our show? That's. Uh, uh, you mean my my rant about uh, daylight savings time? No, no. The thing you say at the beginning of the show, which I shall not repeat, <laughs> which we try to we try as we try to start the show. Oh, no, that's special just for Chuck. You so that means you. you do know what show you're on. Well, I see Chuck. So it's a Pavlovian <laughs> reflex. Uh, I mean, for, for all I know, we're doing in touch with iOS and Chuck is one of the guests. <laughs> Gee, Jeff, that went so wrong. I can't even count the ways. <laughs> or, or maybe it went so right. I'm not sure. <laughs> we love you, Jeff. Uh, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> so, guys, 
it was really interesting. I think, you know, we've been waiting for this um, and it's kind of become an event now. When Apple updates something, it seems like they update just about everything. Um, so we had updates for the Mac, all the iPad and iPhones, um, watch TV. I think I saw HomePods out there. Yep. Um, has anybody installed any of these and how did it go? Mark? Yes. Uh, I'm not sure if the HomePods updated themselves. Presumably they have. Uh, I'll know when I go and try them to see if they, if they work or as is customary, I need to, I seem to need to power cycle them every time Apple does an update, you know? So uh, I did purposefully in, uh, do an update on both my iPad and my iPhone and uh, iPad went smoothly, you know, iPhone, I was very intrigued by their feature of doing facial ID while wearing a mask. And we were discussing in the pre-show that uh, when you open, when you first open uh, the app, it you know, leads you right into a dialogue panel session to, to do that. And, you know, you start it and, you know, basically you rotate your head around so it can do all its uh, measurements and it tells you take off your eyeglasses, you know, so you do that and then you scan your face twice and then it's done. And then at the little bottom, they have a, you know, little uh, menu item you can click, you know, to do the same thing with, you know, eyeglasses. So, you know, I click that and then instructs you put your glasses on, put the glasses on, then it goes through the ro rotate motion sort of uh, dialogue. And what's the first thing it says is, you know, make sure you don't have anything in front of your eyes. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, the reports about Apple's software quality sucking are true or not, but, uh, you know, in this case, uh, it's uh, really comical. So I tried it a uh, second time, same message, uh, did it a third time. This time I purposely just started to do the head rotation thing. And then, you know, it seems like it started, you know, giving the feedback as it does and that sort of that, uh, that clock face. And then it had me do it again. And then it said, you're all set up and ready to go. Well, I did that uh, just a little while before the show started. So uh, I'll know, uh, you know tomorrow when I'm out and about somewhere if it's actually worked uh, or not. And um, I hope so, uh, because that would be a really great and useful feature. And that's you know, probably the only feature I seem to have top of mind memory of uh, that's new to the iPhone. So with that, you know, I'm interested in uh, the updates to the iPad, you know, the what do they call it? Universal control. Uh, Cause I've used the iPad as a secondary uh, you know, screen sometimes. Um, this seems like it's a little bit of uh, sugar and a cherry on top that, you know, now you could actually control what's on that, you know, from uh, your mouse and keyboard or on your Mac or, you know, uh, you know tablet uh, and keyboard on your Mac. Um not quite sure how I would use it yet, but uh, it looks like an interesting feature. And um, maybe we can talk about it and revisit it in a couple of weeks when everybody has an opportunity to uh, do updates and experiments. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the universal control feature if it works as advertised. Um, so, you know, uh, who else installed? I think David, I did installed you across the board. You did. Wow. Oh, you, yeah. you and Brad in the chat room said he installed across the board. You installed across the board too. I, uh, I did as well. Day one. Oh man, you guys are brave. Okay, so how did it go? Any any problems? No, it went fine. It uh, 
it, it took a while, but I was expecting that because I've been running iOS or iPad OS beta on uh, on my hey cat says hi um, <laughs> uh, on my 10 inch iPad Pro. So I already knew what to expect with the update there, and it took a while. But uh, w- once everything was installed, um, it- it's all running fine. Like Mark, I haven't had a chance to actually test the new unlock with face mask, which now that I think about it is actually kind of silly because there's nothing to stop me from putting my face mask on in my living room and just trying it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, But uh, uh, so far everything is working fine. Um, The bugs that I've always had with my home pods are still there. So uh, those are just as unreliable as they've always been. But uh, universal control, it so far is uh, is living up to my expectation. And I expect that my prediction that this will be a game changer for the way I use my my uh, Mac and my iPad is uh, spot on. Well, Jeff, I just I'm sure that uh, Cupertino doesn't want to fix everything and take away some of your old favorite friends for your home pods. I I'm sure that's what it is. And, and, and I'm sure that Apple keeps the, the thing where uh, another window or a dialogue can take focus from whatever window you currently have selected. They keep that in the operating system just to spite me. Relative to HomePods, are, do you have bugs that are of sufficient uh, seriousness that you would comment on them here for us and uh, other listeners? Or are there other things sure. that are sympathetic and annoying to you? Um, okay, so the problems that I have consistently, anecdotally, seem to be problems that are uh, wider spread because when I complain about uh, about my problems on Twitter or Facebook, I consistently get replies from different people saying I have the same problem and it's so frustrating. So um, uh, one of the problems is that Siri is just unreliable on the HomePods. And uh, uh, oftentimes we'll say things like, uh, like there are no home kit devices set up. And so you need to go and set those up, even though I have a whole house full of, of home kit going on. Um, uh, go to play a playlist on HomePod and the first song in the playlist plays for about five seconds. And then it's just silent. Hmm. And then for the rest of that track, it's just silent. Then the next song kicks in and plays just fine. Um, and then uh, issues where the HomePod just <clears throat> stops being responsive. Uh, so much so that I, I have a HomePod and two HomePod minis, and all three of them are on Wemo switches. So I can tell the Echo to turn off the HomePods and turn them mm. back on. I, I have to power cycle them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as I lose you, I have, I have that problem. Um, the previous software release I think they did one over the holidays. So prior to that, uh, I'd have, I mean, it was probably like 40 or 50% of the time I'd tell it to play uh, uh, 
play news and uh you know it would pause and then either nothing would happen or would pause and then come back oh i'm having problems connecting to the internet well yeah that's a common one yeah my phone in the pocket and the max and everything there's you know uh, no difficulty at all those seem to have gotten better um since that update there's been a little bit of just uh, wonkiness on uh, on starting uh you know some news shows and then getting getting confused with the news shows you know getting confused you know thinking i want to play an album or song instead of uh kqed or something like that or npr so. sure i i have that problem with artists where i'll i'll ask my home pod to play a specific artist and uh, one day it will play the correct artist, and the next day it will consistently not. It, it will pick some other artist, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's just no way to get the HomePod to play the correct artist. But then the day after that, it'll be fine again. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. No one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you. And no one's better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare, all the things that weren't working, and said, enough. And they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain-free. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. You should be next. Why? You can find out about the doctor you're considering through verified patient reviews. You can book a time slot that works for you right from the ZocDoc site. You can decide whether you want to see the doctor in person or in a virtual visit. And you can find out whether the doctor is in-network for you instead of finding out when you're in the doctor's office. All that adds up to a better experience. And you want a better experience when you need to see a doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash MacVoices. ZocDoc dot com slash MacVoices. Thanks to ZocDoc for their support of MacVoices. Today's MacVoices is supported by New Relic. Monitor, debug, and improve your entire stack. Get all the details at NewRelic.com slash MacVoices. If you're a software engineer, you've been there. It's 9 p.m., you're finally unwinding from work, your phone buzzes with an alert, something's broken, and your mind's already racing at what could be wrong. Is it the back end or the front end? Is it global? Is it the cloud provider? Do we have slow-running queries? Now the whole team's scrambling from tool to tool and messaging person after person to find and fix the issue. That won't happen if you get New Relic. New Relic puts 16 different monitoring products that you would normally buy separately in your hands to help you see across your entire software stack in one place. That makes it easy to pinpoint issues down to the line of code. You will know exactly why the problem happened and can resolve it quickly. That's why the dev and ops teams at over 14,000 companies like DoorDash and GitHub and a host of Fortune 500 companies use New Relic to debug and improve their software. That next 9 p.m. call is just waiting to happen. Get New Relic before it does. And you can get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigabytes of data free forever. No credit card required. Sign up at newrelic.com slash macvoices. 
That's New Relic, N-E-W-R-E-L-I-C dot com slash Mac Voices. New Relic dot com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to New Relic for their support of Mac Voices. Jeff, you alluded to it, but I want to make sure. So you've installed the HomePod updates, or you know that the HomePods have been updated as well. Uh, Yes, I did update my HomePods right away. Okay. Uh, In hopes that the ongoing issues I have would go away. Hmm. Interesting. Hopes failed. (laughs) They did. Yeah, I, I've, I have to say, I've not had nearly the trouble with, with HomePods that you all have. And, and frankly, the, the times that it's played an artist I didn't want, um, usually I attribute it to me just not being maybe as, as clear as I could be. You know, maybe I mumbled a little bit or was in another room or something, no matter how good the mics are. And so, you know, I get something strange coming out. But once I get a little closer and correct it, you know, the They've they've been very very good, and I've got two of the big the the regular size home pods, and then two of the minis. So, yep. but yeah, everybody's experiences differ. Yeah, and I mean, universal that, control. Oh, 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 that's the bomb. I gotta yep. start using it. Yeah, I want to come back to that, Jeff. Uh, David, though, you said you you updated everything, and you had no yeah, issues. Everything across the board. Um, home pods. Uh, We'll generally update on their own, or you also go into the home kit app and then just run it, which I just did. I just noticed that they didn't update it yet. So those are running right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, I did everything across the board. And like I was talking about pre show, you know, Monterey is such a difference. Uh, is there such a difference of how it upgrades compared to the head in the past, you know, Big Sur and Catalina, where you, you go in and it, it comes up and say it's in there to be updated and software updates. You, you click it and then you click, uh, it starts the update and then it downloads it. But then you got to click re, uh, restart now and then you got to put your password in, which you didn't use to have to do before uh and then it goes back to that screen and if you you could sit and wait and then it'll finally start it'll start finally rebooting at that point or you could be impatient click it again because i'm sure people do that um and then once uh once it starts to, to the apple logo and, and the bar progress goes and it just goes you know so it's it is kind of a different method of upgrading than it has been in the past but i did 13 uh i did the I did the dot three version on all my Macs and there's been no problems. It's been fine. Uh, iOS, there was no real major issues. I always go to iOS as soon as it's, it's, it's ready. Um, I don't do beta. I don't do beta other than the, this camera I'm using now on the X10R is always on beta. Um, and uh, so I've, I've experienced it. You know, I've been, I have a beta device for Mac and for a beta device for iOS. So, you know, I see what, what happens for the most part if it's, Super buggy, then yeah, I'm going to probably hold off a little bit, but most time I, I'm always going right away into iOS, especially uh, and, and do it. I'm kind of like Jeff, you know, we just as soon as they come out, and and, and I made a comment to Jeff, I was chatting with him, I said, Oh my god, I haven't updated my devices yet, <laughs> and yeah, and I know Jeff already had his done, so I, I fell behind because I was busy, so uh, but the, the yeah, I mean. As far as I'm, I'm concerned, I had no problems, and so knock on wood, nothing's been nothing's been drastic. The only thing I updated was my phone, um, just because I had an opportunity to do so. Um, yeah. The the Max, I'm always a bit more a, a bit more hesitant, so I want to want to be sure that there are no major problems out there. Because right now, um, I just I'm I'm depending on them way too much and don't want to take any chances. 
So I would Jim, make a comment on the on the phone. It seemed uh, you know, a little bit that it seems a little bit a uh, little bit faster in terms of switching between, say, Mail and Safari, and uh, hmm. switch between you know, tabs and Safari. So I'd be interested if anyone knows if that was an explicit uh, goal of the release, or if that is uh, one of the mysterious performance and stability optimizations and improvements that uh, they always seem to uh, claim that they are making. Yeah, I don't know. Jim, how about you? We haven't heard from you. Have you updated anything? You uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gather that's a no. I, I you know, I haven't had any problem with my home pods because I forgot to buy them. <laughs> so, so you have the most stable home pods of all wow, of us. Wow, yeah. I'm I'm I don't have an echo either. Um well, then how I, are you going to power cycle the home pods you don't have? <laughs> I I'm I know that the face mask unlock is not gonna work because I have an iPhone 8. All right, you um, have to have at least right. a 12. 12, 12 or later, yeah. But also, it has touch ID. It doesn't have a face ID. <laughs> right. Ah. Mm-hmm. There's that. So it works great with a mask. Um, I, I wish that worked with a... Uh, well, I don't know. Does, has anybody heard anything about this face mask? I, you know, I does that work with an iPad? No, because it has... It's only the iPhone. Well, but my iPhone has Face ID. I've got an iPhone, iPad Pro. I mean, my right. iPad Pro works with Face ID. And, you know, that is a problem when, you know, I go out with the iPad and I'm wearing a mask and then it's like, ah, and it doesn't unlock with the watch. Mm -hmm. And um, so it would be kind of mm -hmm. nice if this uh, face mask, Face ID worked with the iPad. I haven't heard anything about that. I I'm 99% confident that it's an iPhone only feature. I I think you're right, but you know, why? I'm not I'm not I'm not belittling that it's uh, or denying that it would be use, you know, it no. would be useful, but uh, it, it would be awesome if it I know I wear a watch all the time, so um and the watch can unlock the Mac, so why can't it unlock an iPad? I'm I'm with you there, Jim. So yeah. uh I mean, but only makes Tim, sense. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> so in uh, the Apple support article uh, specifically says iPhone. Yeah, right. I, I figured. Um, on the HomePod issue, uh, Eric says none of my speakers are smart, and that's how it will stay. <laughs> well, uh, Eric, you're a very smart person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I. I genuinely love having my smart speakers and I, and I have all three flavors. Um, at, but at the same time, yeah. you're such a pain in the butt and, uh, yeah, yeah but, but I still, I'll test that because I just got a Google nest doorbell and I had to have the Google minis set up because, uh, because I don't have a, a ring, um, uh, a chime because my chime broke on my on my doorbell. So now I got two Google Minis in different locations, including my Google uh, uh, Hub here that was just going off because someone rang the doorbell here. Uh, 
so I get that plus Amazon plus, you know, so yeah, I'm like, I'm with you. We have, I have it all and it, it drives you crazy. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. It's, but, it's, it's a just, very you know, dysfunctional relationship. It, it really is. Yeah. We, I, we, we, we both experience it all three ways. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so does anyone care about the fact that there's a new Siri voice? I've heard about that on uh, some of the, uh, it sounds coverage of it, but I, I, I care it because okay. uh, for some people, it will be an easier to to hear and understand voice. Um, but other than that, I, I've already picked the voice that I like and that works well for me. And um, and there you go. Although now that I think about it, I could set a different Siri voice for the HomePod minis than the HomePod. So when I'm talking at, I just have different voice. <laughs> I need to get a life. That's what it comes down to. I need to get a life. Well, well that actually sounds like a good idea. Cause then you'd know yeah. which one was responding. Yeah, I it, agree. It, it's, it's interesting too. I just, I just enable it. It's voice five of so you have one, two, three, four, or five in American and it had to download it. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, ready to go. And so but that it, doesn't it, surprise me. Did yeah. you say one, two, three, four, five in American? The voice you'd like me to use. Yeah. So the oh, voice American five voice, sounds American voices. Okay. American voices. There, there's now five. The fifth one was just added, and it actually sounds a lot cleaner than some of the other ones, as far as uh, the the S lady, as we call her. Mm-hmm. Um, not as not as uh, computerized. I guess I guess I could say. Hmm. I, kind of, I kind of like the something that sounds just a little computerized yeah. um, just so I'm sure that I know what's talking back at me I, um, Brad in the chat room I think he this is he's a very wise man he says I want to stay the smartest device in the home <laughs> so that's great well c- considering how my uh, home pods are performing for me you have no risk of being outsmarted. I, I would like to be the smartest device in the home, but I'm married. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, that's, uh, yeah, okay. where's, where's my rim shot? I yeah. want the rim shot. <laughs> oh, Jeff, I want to go back to you, though, because um, I want to explore that just for a second. You say that the, the universal control is going to change the way that you use your Mac and your iPad. Mm-hmm. And I want to understand that. I mean, there are a couple of things that I, I'm kind of intrigued as to how well they will work and all, but why is that going to be such a huge change for you? Well, for, for me, it's about workflow. And uh, I have specific tasks that happen on my iPad Pro instead of my Mac, uh, like video editing, for example. So. So with that example, I have to get video content that I create on my Mac over to my iPad. And uh, and so that involves prior to universal control airdropping or moving stuff to iCloud Drive or Dropbox and waiting for it to upload and then going to the iPad and waiting for it to download and um, and because of the limited space I have on my desk, when I work on my iPad, I get up and go into the other room and sit at the dining room table. 
and work there. So now what I'll be able to do is have my iPad Pro sitting here and I can just drag the files from my Mac over to the iPad and, uh, and you have to drag them into an app. You can't just like drag them onto the, uh, the home screen and that have a magically go where they need to go. Um, but I'm not switching uh, input devices. So my hands are on the same keyboard and mouse or keyboard and trackpad. And I'm just moving between them doing whatever it is I need to do. So what I've done so far, because I figure I need to get comfortable with using the new feature before I start like really implementing it into my workflow. So yesterday and today I've had my iPad set up and when I need to do something on my iPad, I just move my cursor over and uh, keep doing my thing as if it's just another screen. And uh, and then when I need to switch back to my Mac, then I just uh, move the cursor back over to the display my Mac is using, and it's all just working. And it is instant, and it is seamless, and it is fracking amazing. So I would back up. A, I, what you say makes sense. Um, why is it that, uh, or what is it about the video editing app on the iPad that uh, makes it preferable to you over one of the apps on uh, on Mac uh, because it's LumaFusion and you can't beat LumaFusion. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, okay, yeah. I, I I haven't used it, but I've heard a lot of really great things about it. It's you know when I first tried LumaFusion, um, I, I tried it because uh, a friend who does a lot of video work. And, uh, he told me about it and I really respect his opinion. And he, he said, yeah, you, you really need to check this out. And I, and so I did, and it took me about five minutes from downloading it to, uh, to being glad that I spent the 20 or 30 bucks on it, whatever, whatever it cost. Another question, as you need to move files over, instead of dropping on an app, if you dropped it on the files app, would they get stored somewhere locally that you can access it? Or is that... Uh, yes, you can drag stuff into the Files app. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's local storage, and then you can sync it out to the iCloud. Yep. The Mac Voices Live panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk about universal control in depth. Why? <clears throat> Three, two, one. The Mac Voices panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk about universal control in depth. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.